the internet quickly sort of pivoted or it evolved into something that became much more participatory. Um, the opportunity not just to kind of put these sort of fancy looking brochures yeah. on the internet evolved into an opportunity to provide these like rich digital experiences that users could participate in and be part of. Every business, whether or not they realize it, is an idea business. The people at Gray have a long history of creating famously effective ideas. And so, with Gray Matter, we explore the ideas shaping our world. We ask creative minds from all corners of life how they came up with their best ideas. And that's what matters for Gray Matter. Hey everyone, it's John Petrolis, Worldwide Chief Creative Officer at Gray. For this episode, our global innovation leader, Dan Bennett, is interviewing the co-founder and CEO of Crowdcentric Media, and executive director and founder of Social Media Week, Toby Daniels. Today, Toby will take us through the process he went through to think up Social Media Week, and how it has pivoted from his original idea. For context, Social Media Week is one of the world's premier conferences and industry insight platforms for professionals in media, marketing, and technology. It's the best of social and everything tied to social. This year, Gray and Social Media Week have teamed up to ensure that the insights from the conferences are captured and carried on long after the events end. And we were honored to become the global marquee sponsor of Social Media Week New York, Los Angeles, and London. Toby's idea for Social Media Week sparked when he went to Burning Man in 2008. And no, he wasn't on any psychedelics that we know of. He was simply fascinated with what was possible when people come together to self-organize around the creation of an experience. And he left Burning Man wanting to apply that to something digital. He talks here about how he dealt with and continues to handle or ignore critics and why the catalyst for his idea was his mission to have a sense of purpose and to seek something greater than himself. This is Toby Daniels. So what came first, the idea for a social media type event experience mm. or the move to New York? When I decided to take some time off, not necessarily knowing what I wanted to do next, two really important things happened. One, I decided to go to Burning Man. Yeah. And and um, if you're unfamiliar or haven't been, it, it's it's a um, it's a, an event. Uh, it takes place in the desert. Um, it it involves about fifty thousand people, and the entire did it involve fifty thousand people then? It did. It did. Forty-seven thousand people went. So in it's, always, it's always had that scale. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was grown that much. It's just become much more kind yeah. of like w widely known yeah. and understood. But I, but what was imp important about going to Burning Man for me was I suddenly could see what was possible when a whole 50,000 people come together and self-organize around the creation of an experience. And I was fascinated by that. Genuinely, I was like, how can you model that? How can you apply these principles, these philosophies, these this kind of framework and methodology for like, self-organization and how can you apply that to something digital how do you feel that the genuine origin story for what became social media week it is a burning man story um i've only recently felt comfortable talking about yeah. burning man in the context of the origin story because because of how you are reacting to, to to that part of the story without necessarily saying anything and how most people are reacting to the fact that I'm mentioning Burning Man. No, I didn't do acid in the desert and come up with like social media because an idea that that fundamentally didn't happen. Um, but I was genuinely inspired. But don't you think it'd be, maybe it should have done. Maybe you should just add that in. 
you over know, time, let's add to that story. When I don't have responsibilities and commercial partners uh, such as Gray, then you know I probably will start to adapt the story. That's a good point. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so that, you know, thinking about the principles and philosophies and the methodology for like organi- self-organization was something I was kind of really fixated on. And then the next thing that happened was that Barack Obama was elected. Right. And if you remember back in 2008, like social media was just, you know, really becoming like an important thing. And it, it, it came, it was, it was, it, it represented something that felt very optimistic and positive and it's going to change the world and look at all the opportunities it can provide us. Um, and, and look at how Barack Obama is using social media and, and look at all the innovative ways in which he was like equipping his grassroots fan base to, with the tools and the, the opportunity to self-organize around his campaign. And, and, and so there was an aspect to, the, to what was happening at the time coming off the back of my Burning Man experience where I was like, all right, there's something happening here. I need to think about how do I apply some of these principles, how to, how to, how to capture the 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 momentum coming off the back of the campaign and people's general interest in what social media represents and maybe maybe I should 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 do something with that and maybe I should put on an event that brings people together have a serious conversation about not just social media the tools the technologies the platforms etc but to have a conversation about what does it mean for business how is it going to fundamentally change economies around the world what does it mean for society how is it going to change culture um, how is it going to change human behavior? How is it going to change the human experience? And um, I had spent two years on the road going to a whole bunch of conferences. I disliked almost all of them. I thought, what if I could do a conference that was different, um, better, um, more grassroots, more community-led, more bottom-up, not top-down? And so that's where Social Media Week was sort of born as an idea. You go and tell your friends or family that you've got this idea for... An event. Did it have a name? Had you named it? That yeah, point? social media. Social media, media immediately. Yeah. So you already, you already knew that, and they said to you, "Yeah, you should definitely go and do that." Like, how was your? You know, one of the things we try and dig dig into in this series a little bit is um, the people that support it, uh, and there are there are those people that naturally support whatever you do, whether it's mums and dads and family, because that's their job, and then there are those people that have a role in your life, which is to actually sort of sense check you a little bit. And then there are those people that said, no, it's never going to work. Like, well, I, I still haven't told my parents. So, yeah, you, you know, so this may be the first time they're hearing about it. But um, it, it's, it's really interesting. So the, the first thing I did, um, th- there's an aspect of the story that we don't necessarily have to go into. But I was, I was helping to produce the Shorty Awards because I'd taken the year off and I wasn't working. And so I thought oh, I could help out with the Shorty Awards. It was the first year. And then I was also helping produce a, a charity event called Twestival which was raising money for um, Charity War, and it was it was leveraging kind of people on social media to come together to organize this event. That was happening during the same week. And there's a whole bunch of other social media, we, uh, social media events happening during the same week, just coincidentally. So I was like, well, why don't we just like call this Social Media Week? Why don't we build a platform, Tumblr, um, and, 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 um, uh, and David Karp, who was the founder of Tumblr, was a good friend of mine at the time, said, look, we'll build your website, we'll, we'll design your logo, um, just and then we'll just invite a bunch of people to kind of like organize events on the platform, and 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 all that came together like in in literally a matter of days. So the first thing I did when the idea came to me was I w- assembled a group of about twenty people, the top people I knew in the industry, and I said, "I'm starting Social Media Week. I need you to be on my advisory board, and I need you to open your." 
connections to me. I need your support and I need you to host an event. And, and everyone said yes. It was kind of insane. Um, and it was like heads of agencies, people yeah. at the New York Times, someone at Nielsen. There was a whole bunch of people who all just like said, yeah, we'd love to be involved. It sounds great. That was the first thing. I didn't speak to friends or family. I, I just assembled a great group of people. And the key thing about what was necessary for me after I came up with the idea, so what immediately follows, you come up with the idea and you have this like, it's sense of like this adrenaline rush, this sense, sense of excitement and anticipation for what it can be. And then immediately followed by fear. Yeah, reality. And the only way that I could combat fear, and fear was self-doubt, anxiety, can I do this? Why am I qualified to do this? What right do I have? People are going to laugh at me. People are going to say it's stupid. The only way that I could combat fear was by surrounding myself with people who were way better, way more qualified, more gifted, more skilled, experienced than me. And, and then seek their validation um, of the idea. And as soon as I got that, I was like, all right, I feel like I can do this. So you mentioned some of the uh, early support for this, right? Um, and supporters that you corralled very deliberately. Um, let's focus on the other side of that coin. Uh, let's talk about how you dealt with some of the initial criticisms of, of your idea. So many. So many critics, so many outspoken individuals over the years that have tried to tell me that what we're doing is um, stupid, unnecessary, not needed, or that it's not going to be around for very long because social media is not going to be around for very long. Um, uh, and and I've always like approached like criticism and those types of conversations and people in a, in a, in a fairly kind of similar way. Um, and that's just to completely ignore them <laughs> quite honestly. And I, and I, I you know, it, my tongue is in my cheek as I say that because it's hard to, um, but at the same time, my, I have the same sort of philosophy in regards to engaging with, with, with those same people on the internet. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I I can't. It, it it's just a waste of energy right. and time. Having spent three days with you at the New York event this year, it's mega. You know, it's it's inspirational. It's full of people. It's a big deal. Do you still get that? Are there still critics? Yeah, absolutely. At the event, walking around, you know, finding things that are not right or are that wrong or, or are wrong, and you can't please everyone. You can't make everyone happy. I keep telling my team that all the time. We solicit tons of feedback. Yeah, we get you know, and we look at it all and we scrutinize it and we go through it. I say we, mostly my team. I just don't like to because it makes me feel bad about myself. But you know, we we in truth we look at it and we we care deeply about um, you know the experience and it being a good one for people and, it, and then it creates value. But you have to like look at what people have to say that's negative um, as objectively as possible. It's like look. You're never going to keep everyone happy, and you, there are always going to be critics. Um, but we have to look at this in context with everything else that's like also going on. Like our partnership with 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 you, Dan, and with Gray is enormously validating for me and for the company because Gray is, you know, at least in my opinion, I regard it as one of the greatest creative agencies on the planet. Global in nature, been around forever you know, one of the most well-respected agencies. And we have this extraordinarily exciting partnership with with this agency that I have just huge respect for. That's validating. Yeah. But it's taken time 
for us to kind of reach this like level of credibility for agencies like Gray and others and other companies to to take us seriously. So for our listeners that are that, you know have an idea that are scaling an idea that are trying to bring an idea to life and protect that idea, the gist of this is the sort of moral behind what you're saying is there are always critics. Mm. I mean. All the way through whatever it is you're developing at some point, the critics, they may change in terms of their focus, but it's it's just something you deal with or don't deal with or ignore or address. But it, it doesn't it doesn't go away after your first sort of iteration of success. If, if you can turn someone who's important from a critic into an ally, that's worth the time right. and effort. But there are people who will criticize you that are just not worth your time. Yeah. And being good at identifying the difference is really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, and, and look, you know, great ideas are only worth what you are willing to put behind them in terms of like effort and execution. Um, and the effort and execution isn't something that just happens at the beginning and then the idea takes off. It happens every single day. And every single day for 10 years, I've been working incredibly hard to validate an idea yeah. by proving to people that it can provide value. So what was the first moment when you... Um orchestrated this group of individuals and you put together what was the first experience at what point did you feel comfortable that you had something that it was a a thing I, I suppose the build on that is at what point did you think well we should do this again do another one of these yeah well I didn't think we were going to do another one again even though it was very successful we did like 45 events 2000 attendees all over the city you know bringing together amazing people amazing brands and companies etc and it was on the map as it were and people felt like it was great but I didn't know whether I wanted to do it again um it was in New York it was in New York yeah, yeah. and 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 then um Mebo came to me yeah and they said look hey we'd we'd be really interested in sponsoring social media week um and they wrote me a not insignificant check and then said like okay how can we make this great did you have to go back to burning man again prior to that i've never been back to burning man so that's it that i already got my idea should we do the next one of these from burning man you know what as soon as i feel like i need a new idea and, and maybe i do then we should go back this is not a tongue-in-cheek question which isn't to say all the others have been either but do you ever think back to that experience that you had with Burning Man and admittedly being as you haven't gone back and think that there's a version of that you could create? So away from the academic, business-led, thought leadership that Social Media Week's famous for, do, do you ever want to stray outside that idea? Do you ever want to take what you have inherent and, and make some the next Burning Man? Well, um, no. But that doesn't mean that I didn't. Like there were definitely times where I had thought about, because it particularly like over the years, I, there was still a time where I was like, I'm not sure whether I, I this is what I want to do, right. even though I'm like three years into it. Right. But what could I do if it wasn't this? And how would I take all this experience and apply it to something else? And I absolutely thought about not a Burning Man experience necessarily because that's just like it's such a bananas thing and it's not me really. But I definitely thought about doing something that was much more kind of consumer experience based from an event standpoint. So this is a, um, this is a I guess it's a somewhat difficult question. But along this journey and so far we focused on a lot of the positives and there are many. Um, what what failures have you had to overcome? Where have you had moments in this where you felt like it was 
too hard to continue to scale it or, you know, too much pressure? Well, as it turns out, the original idea wasn't a good one. Um, and, and, you know, we all know the brand Social Media Week, but the original idea is something we had to pivot away from. Yeah. Which was, it's a free event. Yeah. Um, it's free to start. attend. It's yeah. free to host an event. It's driven by a platform. And the business model was amass as many eyeballs, really modeled off of like YouTube in the sense that it's a platform, it's free to upload content, it's free to consume content, and then you monetize through advertising. Our sort of, you know, proxy to that was was sponsorship, right? So we, we got very big very quickly. And by that, I mean, we went from one city to 21 cities in two years by scaling through this like distributed model. Um, and, the, and the way we made money was through sponsorship. And then what we found was, much like a lot of platforms that amass eyeballs that then have to try and sell advertising, is it's really, really yep. hard. Mm -hmm. And we had to pivot from that into what we really represent today, which is a business which has multiple revenue streams, ticketing, subscription, membership, sponsorship, and licensing um, to, to create and build and sustain something that will sustain over, over time. But we just we just realized that that it was an unsustainable model, and we had to change. So that was the first, you know, come to Jesus sort of fuck. You know, this wasn't actually like the right idea. However, no regrets. Yeah. You know, it, the the business had to have we we had to have gone through that experience for us to evolve into what we are, are today. And we wouldn't be what we are, represent what we do if it wasn't for that experience. But it, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what I would advise people to necessarily do if they were to sort of build something new. It feels scratch. like you stumbled in in the first years to like a freemium model. It, it didn't stumble. I, I, you know, I'm a digital guy. I was a build websites guy. I, I thought long and hard about these digital businesses and business models now i'm an event guy like so i'm just i'm applying all, everything i know but to this event business and i thought i was being really smart i thought i was being really like creative and innovative with this like application of a digital business model to a, an, yeah. an, an analog offline yeah. business and the, the truth of the matter is um everybody has now come to the same realization whether you're like youtube or you are um, social media week, which is that you can't sustain a business entirely on advertising alone um, in, in that in that context. If it's not too um, uh, Nostradamus-y, uh, where do you think, where, where, where are you going to be in five years? Where's, where's social media week headed? Where is this idea that's now 10 years old? Mm. Where's it going yes. now? So when I think about like where do I want to be in five years' time, for me the answer is just about impact and change like how can we impact the industry so that the industry can impact the world in in really fundamentally important ways in terms of realizing the full potential of technology's role and and how it can um, um play a significantly important and positive role in our lives and clearly we are at an inflection point today and that's not the case but the important thing is that we exist to ask the difficult questions and to move the conversation forward and hopefully provide some leadership to the industry in terms of getting to a place in the future where we feel better about our relationship yeah. to technology. I, I know that's something that, well, firstly, I think that's why our partnership makes a lot of sense. I think it's something that, um, you know, Gray is striving to do week to week mm -hmm. and day to day. Um, but I want to, there's one thing I want to close on, and being a semi-professional uh, interviewer, I think you'll appreciate this as well. Mm. Um, we started with the inspiration 
that that helped to fuel the beginning of this idea, right? You're feeling at Burning Man like you could you could go on to bring people together in a similar way for different causes. Mm. How do you still, ten years later, um, find inspiration, and where do you find it from now that we know that it isn't Burning Man anymore? Right. Well, it's it's through conversation. Yeah. Everything I do, every problem I've ever solved, every idea I've ever had, every uh, meaningful collaboration that has happened has happened as a result of my enthusiasm for uh, connecting through conversation. Yeah. And, and, and that's really it. And I just happen to be in a really amazing position where I get to have like thousands of them yeah. over the course of the year with amazing inspirational people. And, and, the, and the really good thing about us is that Social Media Week, I should say, is the fact that like we're not like siloed um, in, 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 in a way that other people or organizations might be in that I get to really speak to some very diverse people. Yeah. Um, and it's the diversity of perspective that I access through these conversations that inspires me every single day. And I, and I, I, this is absolutely truthful. Um, I've never been more energized and more inspired and more excited about what I do, um, today than I ever have in the 10 plus years I've been doing this and the 20 plus years that I've been like a, a grown up. You still continue to have new ideas all the time. Yeah. And, 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 and the, and the product of those ideas, or I should say sort of the catalyst for those ideas um, is, is being very mission-driven, right? Seeking something that's greater than um, ourselves as, a, as individuals or as a team and, and, and having a, a real strong sense of purpose, um, I think is a, a foundational kind of part of how to um, um, generate just tons of, of ideas and also recognizing that most of them will probably bad, be bad and not work. That's okay though, isn't it? Yeah, totally. As long as you have some yeah. winners along the way. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. I think we're out of time. Um, I want to thank Toby Daniels, CEO of Crowdcentric, founder of Social Media Week, uh, ideas man and my mate. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Appreciate Dan. It. Well, that was really great, Dan. Thanks. He's an interesting guy. Is any other thoughts coming out of that discussion? He is an interesting guy. I think what um, what Toby and his organization are doing with the Social Media Week conferences are increasingly interesting and, and not just limited to social media in many ways. In fact, um, as social media itself develops and faces certain hurdles, Toby's also developing groups and other operations that are helping to support a more positive use of social. So he started a group called the 404, for example, that are recognizing problems um, as they arise or attempting to recognize problems as they arise and then bring together groups of like-minded people to help try and solve those problems. So what he started out as, you know, was a sort of organization in support of and in in, uh, in concert with the development of social media yeah. and he's continuing to think about that as he, they develop. I bet you that becomes an increasingly important part of of the role that he and Social Media Week will play. I think so. And I, it's a thing, it's a, it's something Gray are involved in as well. So it's nice for us to be able to see that from the inside and help um, help push that group forward, yeah. Do you want to talk about how that partnership came about or what you think's most valuable well, about it at the moment? You know, what was interesting was the original partnership for the Gray Social Media Week partnership came out of our uh, uh, the work we're doing with Betaworks. Yeah. Right, so that was a connection that happened there, and because of our own social offering within Gray, um, partnering with and working with 
Toby and the team just made a ton of sense for us. There's a fire hose of amazing content that comes out of those conferences. Um, and it was, you know, it, it was too good an opportunity for us to not be involved in that, I think. Well, I usually don't trust any idea coming out of Burning Man, but Social Media Week's been a pretty good one. There are some shockers that are kind of a Burning yeah. Man, so it's nice <laughs> no. to see a good one, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, hey, wait, when is the Social Media Week conference? Social Media Week conference is the main ones that are run throughout the year. So there's New York in April. Uh, we just fi- uh, finished up with LA, uh, which actually, uh, for the listeners, is in, is in June. And then we have October with our London conference um, and Grey London will be taking the partnership lead there. But uh, from a content point of view, there's there's tons of it and um, it's probably worth checking out socialmediaweek.org um, to bathe in that content. If that is that right. creepy? Uh, it's a little bit creepy, yeah. but I think people I like are going to be happy creepiness. to bathe in it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, I mean, I thought it was a, it's a really interesting discussion. What did you take away... Like, what did you think about how he came up with the idea itself? What's interesting, um, and you probably see this a lot, is that from the genesis of, um, if you look at the idea of Social Media Week, the genesis of that idea has remained really true to to what it originally was intended to be, a place to bring together like minds that are pushing this um, industry forward. And what's come out of that because of the nucleus of that idea and the ability, you know, the protected element of how he kept that idea alive have been spin-offs and opportunities to extend uh, Social Media Week to what it is now and what it will be next year and the year after. But again, it goes back to that hunt for and the protection of, you know, a really good idea. Yeah, simplicity and staying true to that. So even when there are things that grow off of it, it's still coming from such a simple core. I think so. And I think, you, you know, Toby will tell you that more often than not, they'll make sure they're revisiting that question of is it still you know, true to what it was we set out to do. Yeah, it's great. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks a lot, Dan. And thank you all for listening to Gray Matter. For more from founders, creators, and inventors and how they thought up their ideas, be sure to subscribe to Gray Matter on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review and tell your friends. Follow Gray's social pages for more information about Gray and new upcoming podcast episodes. And thanks all for listening to Gray Matter. Gray Matter is hosted by John Petrulis, produced by Graham Nolan, Christina Torres, and Joey Scarillo, mixed at Townhouse Studios. Gray is a global creative agency whose mission is putting famously effective ideas into the world. Check out more at gray.com.